Okay, here we go, Paul. Thank you so much for being here. It's good You're to be amazing. here. <laughs> I love you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming and listening to this podcast. Paul Rangiwahia here with me tonight, and this is the first uh, first of ever Keith Delmar po- podcast that Manifold. Uh, Manifold is an amazing co-working space here in Taranaki, New Zealand. And uh, please come check it out online, check it out on Facebook. It's so cool that we can record this here. It's such a nice space, isn't mm-hmm. it, Paul? It's super cool. It's a really cool space. Um, Paul, I-, I wanted you to be my first guest because you're awesome. And I think I, when I first met you, I thought this guy is full of awesomeness. And I thought that I need to know him better. And I think I just walked up to you and said, hey, can we, can we have a cup of coffee? Pretty, pretty much. You know, can we have a cup of tea? And um, so I brought Paul on today to talk about resilience. And that's what I, I want to focus on resilience tonight because I feel it's an important word. I've seen it in some of your posts, and I know you talk about it um, to kids. Yeah. And so I have a few questions around how we can all use resilience and... Um, and how we can work with it in our lives. Now, before I go into that, I just give a background for everybody about you. So, uh, Paul's got history in business, history in art, and history in inspiring people. And he's, he's making that happen all the time. Even right now, it's not a history, it's, it's current and it's mm. live and it's in action. Um, you may know Paul from the 40, uh, excuse me, the Mental Warrant to Fitness, the Mental Wolf. Uh, which you've done a whole bunch of work on. That, mm. You have a piece of art that you need to check out that'll be in the show notes to check it out and uh, get inspired and order yourself a copy for your wall at home. And uh, yeah, Paul, tell me about what you're doing now and uh, you know, what, you're, what you're getting into. Yeah, thanks Keith, yeah. and uh, thanks for a <laughs> lovely uh, introduction. Uh, at the moment, um, I'm, I'm at that sort of tipping point um, and uh, I've got some big projects that are uh, just coming to uh, uh, fruition. And uh, one of those is, uh, is, is about um, bringing my artwork, you know, out into the public domain, you know, because uh, my public, I'm oh, sorry, my artwork, I've been uh, uh, selling around New Zealand and overseas and speaking about it. And I've been looking at more ways to, to you know, break down the stigma of, of mental um, health and uh, get those conversations started. And not everyone has access to, to my work, you know. Um, so uh, wanted to get it out in, into the public domain. So just about to have a, um, a, a permanent art installation in the CBD here in New Plymouth. Um, so that's a large scale artwork of, of my, my prints. Um, and then on the back of that, um, doing some really cool stuff. So I've written a, uh, a book and I've converted that into a journal um, for, uh, for young people. Uh, because uh, as you and I both know, uh, things have changed since we were young, <laughs> yeah. and uh, there's a lot of different pressures. So I wanted to really um, make a difference, you know, to uh, to our younger people, you know, and that, hence um, the journal. So uh, that goes um, live uh, uh, next year. Um, that'll be in schools. So uh, yeah, it's it's an exciting time for me because um, these these projects are part of a, a bigger push. You know, I've sort of been working in the background for sort of five years trying to, to, to put together what I think is a, a good way forward to, mm-hmm. to help others. Um, so yeah, so now it's, um, now it's all, all and happening. so these, these journals are sponsored? Yes. And they go into schools for free for kids? Yes, right. And they, the kids get these journals and they can 
go through them at their own accord and yeah. uh, dives into mental health issues yes. and helps them dig at them. And like resilience. Like, it, like resilience, cool. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I mean, to be able to have something coming at you that's not technology these days um, is pretty, pretty special. Yeah. Um, and it will be really interesting to see how it works for them and giving it a crack and just making it making it happen. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I think was it was it challenging? You and I spoke about this previously. Um, you don't want to make it like it's work, you know. No. So how do you get that balance right? Um, you don't want to tell uh, people what they should do because I, I was always if you told me what to, do, I'd probably do the opposite. Yeah. Um, and um, so it's just encouraging, you know, just to consider this, to think about this, you know, what if, um, and um, to make it a bit edgier, you know, and not sort of. Uh, um, you know, because you have to confront those issues, you know, um, that young people face. So, yeah, just trying to get that mix right. And I think you never do, but I think ultimately it's, um, you know, if, if, if I can influence one person to save them from, from taking their life or making a bad decision, you know, I've, I've done well, you know. Excellent. But I, I, I'm pretty confident that um, this, this work will inspire people to help other people, people to help themselves, you know, and... Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of what we're facing at the moment around uh, mental health issues um, is a community, you know, yeah. um, thing that problem that we need to address. You know, that's we what can... I like. It's 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 supported by the community as well. Yeah, so businesses, that's right, local businesses, and people can get involved in this. So if you're interested to support this this initiative, contact Paul, and um, because our businesses are part of our community, yeah. and uh, more and more businesses are realizing that they need to support their community, which is awesome, so. Yeah, and, and look, and, and the money that's been spent in the community, it might be a bag of lollies here or, you know, give away at a, yeah. an event. You know, that money can be channeled into, into different things, and one of those things is, is the likes of my journal, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So. Now, I just want to mention, which I'm just really excited when we, I found out from Paul that his, uh, the, now it's the war in the fitness. Yes. The, the war in the mental war in, the mental wolf. Now in New Zealand, we have something called a warrant of fitness for your vehicles. So W O F, and we all call it wolf. And uh, so, have you got your mental war, your, your, your warrant of fitness for your car? Um, have you got one for yourself? And um, how are you doing? Now that's the artwork that's going to be up publicly here in New Plymouth. Yeah, and, and also it's, it's actually a cube. There's mm -hmm. four sides to it. Um, so on, on one side is the, the mental, um, mental wolf, and then there is uh, also the teen print, um, I Am So Worth It, A Guide oh, to Being Awesome. I love it. So they're going to be back to back, but the reason I've done four is, is my next uh, project, um, one of my projects next year is to do one in Te Reo Māori, mm -hmm. and then the, also then I'll have a spare um, uh, side for a, a future um, project. So. I just want to keep that evolving, you know, I want it to be alive and I want to um, to really try to reach out to as many people as possible, you know. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah. And um, so just a couple of things. Te reo Māori is our native tongue in New Zealand. Correct. And um, that's it. it's really coming back, um, which is really beautiful. And um, a, lot of, a lot of people are taking, taking it up and... Um, initiatives all over to make sure that this this language stays connected to this land and um, that's really really great now what I was going uh, to to focus on there for a second was um, having this artwork in the public domain you know having it be supported right right in front of the museum you know by our council right by the city council is mental health is no longer something that it, it's a part of our community it's 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 being integrated 
into the to the structure and the framework of what we see. Um, and so many people have been working on this for a long time to try to bring awareness to mental health. Um, but now to see artwork in such a big fashion brought in makes me so happy that people will be getting this message. Visitors to New Plymouth will be getting this message that this is the language we speak. And you know, not everybody's gonna be on board right off the bat. No. This is a process, this is a seed. It takes time for everybody to get kind of in their own time. Um, yeah, so I'm really... Yeah, uh, and it's a way of softening it too because I think if we, uh, you know, using art is a nice way because it's, it's A, it's good to look at, mm -hmm. um, but, but B, it's, it's one of those pieces where, you know, there's always something in there for everyone, you know, yeah. and, um, and that's what I like. And I like it's the accessibility, you know, because visitors will see it and they'll talk about it, you know. Um, yeah. The local community will talk about it. And it's just trying to, you know, soften those edges and, and make it like normalize the things that, you know, we all are, are challenged with, you know, yep. in the course of our lives. Yeah. And um, you'll check out, I, I really hope the listeners will check out the Mental Warrant of Fitness and read through it because it's such a beautiful, when I first saw it, I thought, why didn't I think of that? That's amazing. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, just to have it written out like that and be able to read through it and just kind of go through the, and read through it every day, you know, read through it when you need it. Um, yeah, use it as a resource. I really encourage you. Um, but like I said before today, I want to focus on resilience, mm. and um, I want to talk to it in a few different aspects. And now, just so you know, everybody, we haven't I haven't rehearsed any of this, and I don't have any pre-planned questions. We're just two mates having a chat um, about resilience. Reckon, let's do it. Um, I want to talk to it in two aspects. One is from uh, maybe more of an adult, adult, and from a, a youngster in school, um, you know, any age, any age you want to talk about. Now, what are the, some of the key things that we should know about our young people, and how, and what they're facing around resilience? Yeah, I, th I think a big thing is, um, you know, and what how could it, it help them? Yeah, I think um, a big thing, whatever our age is, is being able to uh, um, be comfortable with our own judgment. Um, and uh, and have a self-awareness that emotionally we we understand if our body is telling us something you know um, that that's uh, our body communicating with us you know um, so so you're talking about listening to the gut feelings yeah so like listening to your instincts that's right when things aren't going right yeah I think there's that you know it's it's very commonplace now but you know obviously your head you know your heart and your gut you know, I think those three things are really important. Um, and one of the things that I, I'd share with young people is, is, is understanding or, you know, the, the, the communication that you have with your head, heart and gut, you know. You, we know you get that funny feeling in your stomach. It's, you know, it's a body telling us something. Right. If it, uh, if it feels funny, it probably is, you know. Right. Yeah. Would you say if, if um, somebody said to you, I'm, Paul, I'm not feeling, not feeling anything, you know, I don't, or, or you could maybe see visually that they're going through lots of stuff and you kind of have an inkling that they're, they're not getting any messages because they're, you know... They're, they're lost or... They're lost or they're really in something. They've got a real thing going on in their life, or, um, you know, whether it's family or work or, or, or whatever. What would you... How would you approach that? Or what advice or what, what thing would you say for that person in your audience that you know is dealing with that? Yeah, I think the, the first thing is, is to... Is to uh, get out what's what's on your mind, because I'm always a big believer in uh, if we can 
um, write something down or we can talk to, to someone. It, it, it's not necessarily about uh, getting the answer straight away. It's, well, it's about getting what's causing you pain or causing you those struggles, getting that out. Because whilst we know a lot of things, we don't have the answer to everything, do we? Uh, a big thing I, I encourage with, um, with people is, to, uh, uh, is talking about relationships. Because, you know, resilience is, is the ability to, to bounce back quickly from challenges, isn't it? Difficulties in our, in our life and to, uh, to trust our judgment to do that. So a, a big part of that is, is relationships. And, um, and, and when you get things out, it's great if you're able to share that with someone else, you know. I, I encourage people to think about who is their circle of trust. And what I mean by that is that, you know, we all have, you know, friends, family, coaches, teachers, um, you know, any number, a counsellor, any number of people in our, in our lives. Um, who is it that we're comfortable with talking to, you know? Because there's, there's going to be someone for everyone, you know, whether it's someone we know or someone we, we don't know, but more on our peripheral. But it, if we, we can find those, those people, um, it's really important that we actually uh, feel um, confident or have the ability to start practicing, you know? I'm, I'm very big on, on practicing with, with my own circle of trust and sharing things that I'm unsure about, you know? And I've found over the course of time as I've done that, that's just become more and, um, and more easier to share how, how I felt, you know? So I started off small and then I was able to share some of the bigger things that had impacted me along my life, you know? Okay. And now I'm at a point where when something happens, I, I know very quickly, um, if I can't figure it out myself, I go to my circle of trust, you know? Yeah. And they help me figure it out or they point me in that, that next direction. So I think that's a, a big thing, you know? That's, and when you... Um so having that circle of trust, um, that first layer is just letting things out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then in building, uh, building that circle of trust or finding the way you communicate. Yeah. Um, and that will lead again to the listening, yes. to the hearing of, of your own, you know, what's going on inside, you know, actually hearing the signals of what's working and what's not. Um, when you're talking to young people, and Paul does a lot of talking to young people, which is really awesome, and uh, I commend you for the time and effort you do putting into schools and communicating with schools. Even at my daughter's school, it, on the side of a shipping container, it says, I'm so worth it, right? Yeah. It's, it, and I saw that and I was like, yes, that's the message. And I didn't even know it was your artwork at the time. Uh, um, now, when you're talking to kids in school and you're describing, how would you? How do you describe resilience to them, and how do you communicate that? Yeah, it's it's you know, um, it's asking them. You know, what are some of the tough things that have happened to you? You know, yeah. Um, at home or at school, what are some of the challenges that you've faced? You know, um, is it trying to fit in with you know your classmates, or are you worried about uh, you know uh, something that's uh, whether you're learning at school or sport or yeah, there's any number of things. And I always get them to to talk about those things. And, um, and then ask them, you know, how did you overcome those things, you know? Mm. And what, what did you do to do that? I tried harder, you know, I practiced, you know, I asked for help. So the answers were all there. And then from there, we're able to say, well, you know, what you've just talked to me about is resilience, you know? Mm. You used these strategies, these ways um, to overcome this, this problem. Awesome. So. If you could do it for, for this thing, do you think you perhaps could do it for another thing? You know, and they're like, oh yeah, I think I can. Cool. So, um, so I think that uh, um, 
instead of telling them is asking them, you know, so they've already got, well, there's the answer right there, you know. Right. That's worked well. That's, um, that's great. And I, I um, want to ask the listener to ask themselves and identify those questions for themselves. And I know that for myself, I, um, I, find, I call them hacks. I'm always looking for a new hack. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to identify because when we go, as we're going through life and things are busy and hectic, and it's hard to start identifying our triggers, the things that make us uh, feel sad or upset or a little bit down. And, um, and then sometimes it's hard to recognize you're even in that place. Yeah. And you might recognize it when you snap at your partner or your kid and you're like, whoa, where am I? And uh, you might, you know, for, for me, I try to, of course, you know, hit it up be before that happens. Yep. Um, but always looking for things that I'm now trying. I didn't always do this, but I try to identify those situations ahead of time. Yeah. Or, or look back at something like an event and say, okay, how did that play out? And how can I do it better next time? And then, and I'm slowly, slow, I feel like I'm slowly moving the needle in that area. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I encourage people to ask yourself those questions and start to identify uh, the stresses and how you overcome them, how you, how you get yourself right, and then maybe just moving that needle of those two things closer together. Yeah, totally. And I think a big thing is, is perspective as well, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I think understanding perspective helps us to, to be resilient because you know, often we'll worry about things um, in the moment, but you know, I, I've learned to teach myself to stop and go, you know, am I what I'm worrying about now? Is that going to affect me in ten years? Will I even think of that in ten years? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is no, all of a sudden, you know, that that problem becomes a lot smaller, you know. And it's also things like, um, you know, practicing being grateful. You know, such a simple thing has such a massive um, impact. You know, like if I'm having a moment. You know, I have different strategies I have. One of them is, is questioning myself, you know. Yeah. Is, this, is this thinking doing me any good? Well, I know the answer's no. <laughs> Am I going to worry about it in 10 years' time? Definitely not, you yeah. know. Um, and, uh, you know, what am I grateful for right now? And all of a sudden, you know, it's very quick to, to think and look around and smell, you know. There's so much to, to take on board to be grateful for. And then all of a sudden, that, that problem is shrunken down a heck of a lot, you know. Yeah. So that, that is a, that's a big part of uh, who I am is to realise that I'm very blessed, you know, yeah, um, with absolutely. what I have, you know. I reckon. And hey, everybody, I'm sure you're on board with this, but the gratitude thing is real. Yeah. Um, I do it all the time. And, and sometimes more than others. I'll go through, and I call them seasons. So yeah. I'm not always on, on game. Yeah, oh, uh, who uh, is? I mean, and there's different seasons. And so uh, I try to be really forgiving to myself and you know, not beating myself up about yeah. not being in the, in the grateful season. Yeah. But when I'm in the gratitude in that place, um, and this is one of the, one of the tricks of the trade of, of mental health is when you're feeling that way, stop and say, okay, maybe I just need to recap on what I'm grateful for. Yeah. And just start rolling through those things in your mind. And if you haven't tried this, try this. It's, it's not new agey thing, it's just reality. What are you grateful for? What are the things that are real in your life? Yeah, I, I do stuff like if I'm sitting in traffic, you know, in little old New Plymouth, you know, I think, <laughs> I'm in a hurry, you know, I've got to get somewhere. Yeah. 
And, and uh, I know that our traffic lasts for five minutes. Yeah. I always say to myself, hey, I'm so grateful that I'm sitting here in New Plymouth because I could be sitting in any major metropolitan area and I might be there for an hour, yeah. you know? So, so there's these examples everywhere we, we look, you know? To, um, it's if I'm feeling, you know, lazy and I know I should go for a run or do some exercise. You know, I, I think of uh, someone who, who's sick or someone who's an invalid, someone who can't move. You know, the, what was the one thing that they would love to do? Go for a walk yeah. in the park, you know? Sure. So, yeah, it, it's just trying to keep it real, you know, to who you are and your environment, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when, you're, when you're thinking about the future and the things you, you want to do, yeah. so, you know, having resilience in the presence, in the present, uh, for the things that are going on in your life. Um, but when you're thinking about where you want to go, um, how do you apply it? Like, yeah. how do you apply resilience to the future? How do you, you know, keep strong on your beliefs and, you know, you yeah. in particular? Yeah, yeah that, that's right. I mean, you know, I've got some, um, some you know, big audacious um, things that I want to, to achieve because I've just seen that, that pattern of success. And one of the things that's, uh, enabled me to start experiencing the successes is all the previous failings, obviously, sure. and there's been a lot of those. Um, but uh, you know, going through those, um, as we all realise, we learn so much in those times, don't we? Yeah. Um, but but for, for me, um, what it is is really just trying to fulfil my potential, and and it's really easy as a parent, you know, because for me, I want to um, I want to be um, an example to my children as opposed to telling them who I wish I could be, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so I, I want to um, be really authentic and and I can't ask them, you know, to, 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 to be like certain, you know, to live their dreams of the future if I aren't living mine, you know? Sure. So, so that's a really big driver for me. You know, I, I find um, it easy to, to, to get that inspiration. And I realised that, you know, it doesn't matter how small or, or insignificant you are, you can make a difference. And, and um, I, I realised that deep down, I've always known that I could contribute some way positively, but it wasn't really until I, I let go of all, you know, the trying to fit in, you know, yeah. trying to, to uh, um, be um, someone that just, you know, was like everyone else, you know, a little bit vanilla in my thinking. When I let all that go, I realised that actually, you know, I can make a difference. So that was that was great. Was that a moment? Oh, it was definitely a moment. Yeah. Oh, tell me oh, about the moment. Please. It was. It was. Um, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Well, look, you know, I'd been through. Uh, I was at a midlife crisis. You know, I'd been through a big failing um, in my life with the, the loss of a business, and you know, I felt pretty. I was embarrassed more than anything that I was a failure, and you know, I'd let let myself and my family down. Um, but it was great because, you know, as you know, on the other side of, of, of that is an opportunity. And so I decided to follow my art. And um, it, was, uh, it was one day um, when my wife suggested I go and talk to someone, you know, about how I was feeling and, and get that stuff out. And I went and spoke to this woman and, and it, was a, it was a really relaxed time, you know. She laid me down and she rubbed my feet and I talked to her for an hour, you know. <laughs> it was really nice. And I remember coming home and I just cried and cried for a couple of hours just... The, you know, it was, it, was, it was great. It was just letting go of all that, you know, stuff that I'd held on to. And then with, virtually within a, in a day, I, uh, I created the Warren of Fitness. Wow. And I'd been writing it, you know, I've been writing all, all those messages that are on there. But it was at that moment, it was like the universe, you know, just stopped me and said, Paul, here we are. What more proof do you need? You know, and then I started crying again. <laughs> yeah, cool. But um, from there, you know, um, I've been able to... Uh, 
to really uh, um, uh, just feel like I can be myself, you know. And, and your other art has progressed as well, the, yes. the creation of yeah. art. I was thinking about art and artists uh, the other day when thinking about delivering my own art yeah. and identifying that for myself, what it is. And I, and I looked at some examples and I thought, some, some artists out there, especially when you're walking around a museum like Tea Papa, uh, uh, they just, they put it out, yeah. prolific. Um, you know, amazing amounts of artwork, they're just churning and churning it and getting it out there. And what I noticed was some artists deliver and they just keep on delivering it because it's what they have to do, they have no choice about it. And I feel that, me, me personally, I have, I have an art inside me and it wants to be delivered and yeah, it's getting rid of a few hang-ups around it. And one thing I'll comment on is you mentioned your, your kids and family um, and being there for them, you know, what, what are you going to create in the future? What, what, what's your drive towards the future? What you want of yourself? And I, I think of my kids often when thinking about my dreams and goals. I want them to see, well, dad is living it. Yeah. He's making it happen. And that includes the small things. Not only dad's making his first podcast, first <laughs> podcast episode and can't even say it, but no, it's, it's more than that. It's the little things about us that we know. And if you know these things about yourself, I encourage you to just do something with them, which is I love to dance. Like, I absolutely love to move and listen to music and, you know, I want to dance, you know, a space someday just to dance, to be able to walk in there, turn on the speakers and just dance. And I'm not, if you ask me what my favorite music is, I can't really tell you because I'm into lots of different music at different points. And why I'm mentioning dancing is that the other day I was, um, I, I was down, I had a bit of a down period over the weekend. I was feeling a bit down and feeling a bit pressured. I, I, I'm in a corporate job right now, which is really exciting for me, and I'm learning heaps, but it is a lot of work, and I felt like I was, over the weekend, <laughs> micro period of time, felt like I was losing sight of my future goals. And um, I, by, by Monday morning, I brought that back. And when I woke up in the morning, it was 5.30, and I was awake, laying in bed, going, make it happen. Just get out of bed, make yeah. it happen. And I got out of bed, I went out, did some yoga, I love doing yoga in the morning, and, um, and then I put on the headphones, I put on the tunes, and I was dancing in my living room, you know, just dancing at it out. And then about maybe five, 10 minutes into it, my daughter wakes up, it was probably 6, 10 a.m., and she comes, she comes out into the living room and she gave me the biggest smile. And that was just, made me so happy to have shown her my true self in action yep. on a micro scale. We're not talking dad made a big successful company. She doesn't care about that. Dad did this, dad did that. It's dad is really himself, yeah. even around, in around me. So I encourage everybody, try to find something small that you know is yourself and start living it. And man, I hope you see some videos with me dancing because I so love to dance and it's really me. It might be a bit, you know, uh, quirky or whatever, but that's that's who I am, and I, I have to be honest with you. I have to be honest with myself, my family. And if I'm not doing those things, if I'm not dancing, I'm not I'm not giving you the real me. Yeah. So I'm going to hold myself to it. Thanks. I, and I, I think you know, like I have you know, for myself, 
not negotiables that um, that, that I try to, to do each day. Cool. I don't know if I do them, you know, the, the chances of, of good things, better things happening are more likely, you know, so um, you, for you, uh, it might be dancing, you know. Um, for me, I want to hear myself laugh during the day. You know, I know that if I'm laughing during the day, I'm having fun, you know, and that's awesome. important to me, just like it is drinking enough water, you yes. know, those, those little things. It's not a massive list, but it's just a few things like being grateful, you know, and, um, and, and, and laughing and, and those sort of things. But you, you struck on a good point because I, th- I think um, showing our true selves is so important. And we often, um, <coughs> excuse me, I want to encourage uh, our children uh, to be vul- vulnerable, you know, to us mm-hmm. and tell, the, tell us how they feel. Mm-hmm. But how often are we vulnerable with them, you know? I know you've got younger children, yeah. but mine are, um, are getting a little bit older. And it's really important that they see that vulnerability, you know, that you don't always get it right. You know, some days you have an off day. Some days mum and dad have an argument, you know. Some days um, you forget to do something that was important. And it's important that they see that because I I find there's that dangerous um, uh, thing happening in in our modern society around uh, this perfect life, you know. Mm -hmm. And and it just doesn't exist. We know that it doesn't exist. Yeah, let's let's get that out there. Let's everybody um, listen to this and... You are, I'm sorry, you're unique like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of okay? true. Okay, because <coughs> the fact is we are very unique and beautiful people and we've got so much to give each other. Um, but one, one thing is, is that you're not so special. We're all dealing with shit. Yeah. We've all got a family member. We've got a story. We've got a hardship. Um, it all affects us on different levels. Let's all come to grips with that. We have all this stuff. We've got all this baggage. Everybody does. If you're open and honest enough to talk about it at your your, uh, morning tea time with your workmates or your lunch time, you'll you'll find out a whole bunch of stuff that is heartwarming and and, and beautiful and terrifying. And, you know, people have, we've all gone through shit. Yeah. And I want everybody just to wake up, get, get get this through our heads, is that, we're all in this together. We've all been through stuff, um, and let's let's make use of you know the time to get better. You know, that's right. Love yeah. ourselves a bit. Yeah, exactly. And if we spent more time talking to each other than um, talking about each other, yeah, know, right. The world would be a lot better place just with that that action. Um, so, just on that you know on that um, perfectionist thing, it's very unhealthy. You know, mm-hmm. to to because you stop trying things because you're scared of not being the best. You know, yeah. or getting things wrong. And, uh, and and that's yeah that that frightens me you know and there's that a uh, lot of you know behaviours and, and overthinking and stress and worry that, that comes into um, anyone's life and and I look at life you know it's so precious because we know that hey we've only got a certain amount of time yeah. I certainly don't want to waste it worrying about things that a I can't control you know b are never going to come to fruition yeah. um, so it's yeah it's it's really being able to talk about things enables us to. To, uh, to move to where you know we want to be and that's you know focusing on the things that are important to us you know and that's what we should make a priority right and so I think sometimes the line between uh, self you know perfection or you know and improving ourselves improving our lives bettering ourselves yeah um, I think it, it could it can get confused yeah. and maybe blurred yeah because um, I'm a real Big advocate of, um, you know, improving our improving my totally. life. Like I want, so I want to have a, I want to enjoy it. Um, I probably overthink it sometimes. 
We, uh, we all do a yeah. bit, you know. <laughs> but yeah, there's the forgiveness. And um, yeah, I mean, I know I said this was, you know, focusing on resilience, but all of these things are tools to pull out uh, when you're feeling down. Yeah. Um, and and use these things as tools. Use the, and, and oh, one thing I want to say is that it's okay to be down. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah. nothing wrong with, you know, being sad is a healthy emotion. Yeah. You know, obviously depression's a whole other level, mm -hmm. but being sad is, is very mm -hmm. healthy because yeah. it means that we really care about the loss of that relationship or the, the, the loss of that person yeah. in our life or whatever it may yeah. be, you know, the failing of that particular thing we, we attempted. That's yeah. okay, you know. Yeah. I don't think, you know, I think we often, you know, we, everyone want to go, you know, say, you just got to be happy and just get on with things. And, yeah. you know, that's like an ejector seat on the helicopter. That's yeah, as so, helpful as. Um, yeah, I tend to, you know, I tend to be a positive person. I tend to be a, like a happy, I like to smile. I think smiling is a really awesome tool that we're all given, that we can all give each other a smile. Yeah. I mean, make it genuine. Don't just go around with, a, <laughs> you know, a big old grin on your face because you look weird. But, um, no, go out and uh, you know give genuine smiles to people and see the reaction you get and the conversations that come about from you know. But that's my personality. Not everybody is going around smiling all the time like I do. Um, but I don't do it all the time. I don't do it all the time. And sometimes I get worried that I'm thinking, oh, if I'm making videos or sharing 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 stuff with people, do I have to be that positive guy all the time? And you you'll find that. I will be that positive guy most of the time, but that's because I'll be recording content when I'm feeling really good, and I'll tell you, this content was made just in case I'm not feeling good this day, and I'm sharing it with you because I'm not feeling great, and I'm being a bit depressed, or I'm, I'm, I'm taking some time out for myself. I'm taking some time away from things and technology. So hopefully I can create enough positive content on the good days that I can share on the days that aren't amazing and I'll hopefully I will let you know on those days which content it is because it's important for you to know that this isn't all happy chappy all the time. That's right. Yeah. And, and I think you know that goes back to sort of that resilience piece, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Is that we know we're going to have days that we're, um, you know, that we're just not feeling the love. Yes. So things haven't gone well or something really bad's happened to us. So, um, so you know, those, those tools that we've talked about, you know, like, tapping into our, our, our close, trusted, yeah. you know, confidants that we can, we can talk to, you know, having our not negotiables and, and, and our gratitude, yeah. you know, those type of things are, are really important, aren't they, to, to help us quickly move out of, out of those, those lulls, you know, because if we, you know, start to, um, you know, it's like a record, isn't it? The record that we've got playing in our head is, I can't, I'm not good enough, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> no one cares about me, you know. We've got to get that record, we've got to learn to, to say, oh, that's not good. I need to change that record, you know? Right. And Paul, when, would I be right to say, for someone who is suffering from depression, hopefully they're getting help. Yeah. Um, there's a variety of ways to help, uh, get help. And there's a, wherever, wherever you're living around the world, you know, look for those options if, if, if you can. My question to that, would I be right to say, like, even for you, if you're suffering with depression, like, it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be in that space. Um, there, is, there is a way out of that space. You know, plant yourself seeds. 
if you're feeling if you're suffering from depression right now hopefully this can be a seed it doesn't have to be the cure it doesn't have to be the answer it can just be one small thing just take away one little thing such as changing that record yeah and I'll tell you how I changed my record I one of my companies I had I was the only employee and I can tell you I fired myself so many times I would and I and I, I was not nice I was not a nice boss was to myself. Missy, missy, um, missy breakups, was it? It was, it was messy. And I, I, remember, I remember one day specifically, I said, Keith, you're fired. You're fired. It's not, it's not working out. You're, fired. You're, you're out of here. And it was so ridiculously apparent that my negative self-talk had reached a peak that I spun it around. And I realized that, you know what, Keith? Uh, I love you, and you're going through a tough time, and I'm, I'm gonna be here for you. And it's hard to think of yourself in a third person sometimes. I, I do find it helpful to go there. I often do it, yeah. I often do it, because I think, you know, that's one of the things that I've, as an artist and as a creative person, is there's huge um, upsides to, to thinking creatively, because um, I'm always having that banter with myself. I think it's important, you know? I mean, I, I uh, I'm often, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it is having those internal, uh, the, the, that dialogue, those, those, that questioning. But it, it's good, you know, because if you can separate yourself out, sometimes you can say, actually, you know, Keith has been a, a bit of an idiot right now, yeah. or, you know, right. been a bit silly. Um, and he could change his ways. And, 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 and that's okay, you know, I think, because, you know, depression is one of those things where, you know, success is just getting through the day, you know. Mm. And, um, and so it's, you know, you're trying to, 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 to uh, connect with um, anything positive that can move you, you know, out of that hole you're in, out of that, that dark space you're in, out of that uh, negative spiraling, you know, of, of thoughts um, that, you, that you're having within yourself. So, yeah, whatever it takes, you know, whatever it takes. And I think because everyone's experience is so different, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like some people, some people if you look at, um, I guess, uh, if you like a motor, a motor car, you know, some people are a diesel, some people are petrol, some people are, um, are a, yeah, uh, what's the um, airline fuel, what's that, jet fuel? Oh, yeah, fuel. You know, some people need a bit of two-stroke, you know. An EV, no. Yeah, yeah, some people need, yeah, some people are electric, some people need a bit of two-stroke additive just to help them. But, um, you know, we all, re we all respond to those, those challenges differently, don't, don't we, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, I just want to have this be a, something that, um, when somebody's listening to it, they they can you know take something you know take something away, take yeah. a tidbit away, and that could be that is just the successes that day. Yeah, you know, get, getting through that day. Yeah, one day. Um, but I tell you, um, if you have you know, I'm not the answer of all answers here of questions, but I'll just put it in here. If you have questions um, that you you'd love to have answered by Paul um, or or topics or areas you'd like us, you know, like me to touch base on, um, go to the website keithdelmar.com and there's a place for you to record a question and it's an audio recording. Um, just so you know, I'll probably use your voice in the next uh, podcast uh, and I'll do my best to touch base and shed some light on those topics. Um, so um, yeah, check that out and I can, of course, when I get your questions in, I can give Paul a phone call and get his feedback on it and include it in the next episode, which will be a month from now. This is a monthly podcast. This is, 
You'd be surprised how much it takes, but hey, it's making it happen. And I, and I love that. And I think that's a real, the important thing is, is sometimes, you know, we want to have it, have it looking a certain way and, and being the certain feel or whatever it is. I want it every week. Yeah, but you just got to start, don't you? Yeah. You know, the, the, the key is to start and make a, a movement in a, in a positive direction towards what is important to you. You know, what, you know, gets you uh, excited or what motivates you. And it doesn't matter how it looks, you just have to start, you know. Yeah. And... Uh, You've done that, well done. Thanks, man. <laughs> thank you. I think this is a perfect place to wrap up. And um, thank you, Paul, for making this happen. You know, being the first guest and uh, sharing so much positivity and inspiration with the world and inspiring people. I mean, just being your positive self and walking around changes lives. You know, you're making it happen. So I really appreciate you. And uh, um, thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you all for. Uh, who support me and uh, just listen to my crazy ideas on a daily basis. Um, I hope to be able to share those crazy ideas with more people. And uh, this is the start. So if you think this could help someone else, um, you're the one who is going to make um, this podcast uh, something something great and help other people. I, I, I'm only going to be able to do this much. So it's you that uh, have the opportunity to um, share this with somebody else and uh, especially one with a long drive or commute to work i find that that's when i consume yeah. many hours and hours of podcasts so anyways thank you paul thank, thank you, you Ken. you're amazing awesome brother cool awesome thank you so much see ya bye